Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Building from the Bottom podcast. I'm your host, Gareth Rafferty, and this is Chapter 3, Episode 17. A huge welcome back. It's currently coming up to 5 p.m. in the afternoon, and it's Friday the 20th of March here today. Sunny day in the UK, but the one thing that's on everybody's minds is obviously the coronavirus. Now, you guys have probably seen it all over the news, listened to it on the radio. It's absolutely everywhere. Whether you're in the UK or you're abroad, you can't hide from it. Everybody is talking about it. And it feels like the world is slowly getting smaller and smaller. And it's really weird because I didn't want to talk about this topic, but I felt like I had to. It feels like the movies that I used to watch. It feels like the end is coming and the end is near. It feels like Maze Runner, we're trapped in a box. It's obscene the amount of press that this topic is getting. Of course, for obvious reasons, but it's crazy how much people are actually talking about it. It's on everybody's minds. So how do we, as humans, conquer this problem? Well, it's quite a difficult situation. There's a lot of big minds talking about this topic, people that are obviously famous, people that are in the government. But the truth is, on a day-to-day human basis, how is this actually impacting people and businesses? It's quite easy for me to see quite a few aspects of the implications that this coronavirus has had because of my ties both into work, but also into business and also into education. It's really interesting to see the points of views that people have. And it's really got me wondering about my company. This coronavirus makes me think of some of my favorite movies where there's only one city that is actually alive, one city with humans, and we don't know what's actually outside of that border. Obviously, we're talking worst case scenario, but can you just imagine for a second if that happened? Imagine if it turned out like the movies like Divergent, where beyond your city, you're just told that there's nothing there. Imagine if it turns out to be like the zombie movies where it's just a small huddle of people and everybody else hasn't survived. Or maybe it involves into zombies. Who knows? Who knows? And that's probably a part of my game ahead talking. But the truth is we don't know where this is going to lead us. People can guess and make estimates, but we have no idea. So to the point about businesses and in particular, my company. I've been wondering, how do I spend my time on my company when it seems like every single company is panicking? And it also seems like every company is actually stressed out and scared to spend the money, which makes sense. People don't know what's going to happen. And people have employees that they need to pay. And as employees that they are hiring, they need to rent out their apartment or pay their bills. The majority of the population is now working from home. Business has never seen anything like this before. So in terms of time, where do I spend it? 
with a pandemic like this and businesses cutting down the amount that they're spending, although everyone needs marketing, in this current state, businesses seem to be just be taking a step back and ensuring that their business is okay. And also just ensuring that they are doing the basics. Just putting one post out on Twitter or Instagram a day. As opposed to spending thousands of pounds to a social media agency. So what? So where do I spend my time? It's a question which has been rolling around my head for the past week since this week I actually started working from home. I thought about LinkedIn and back to the days where I was getting started on LinkedIn and where the engagement was actually insane. Where I spent a lot of time engaging with people in comments where my growth on LinkedIn was significantly faster than what it is today. I enjoyed those days. I enjoyed getting in those little communities, hopping on calls with random people. And one of the things that I believe is that now everybody's working from home, a lot more people are focusing on the work-life balance. It's a lot easier to do that when you know that your train isn't going to be delayed because you don't have a train to catch. So where do I spend my time? Maybe, just maybe, if you're listening to this podcast and you have a company or you're wondering what to do with your time, focus on personal development. Focus on bettering your knowledge and your skills. Become better at playing the piano if that's what you've never had time to do. Invest more time with your family. Because the truth is, now you have more time than ever. It's significantly easier for you to manage your time now that you're working from home and you don't need to commute. Even if it was only a short commute previous, you now don't have a commute at all. And so that allows you so much more time to go and do the things that you've constantly been saying to yourself, I don't have time to do. Now is the time for me to start investing into playing the keyboard and learning to play the keyboard. Now's the time for me to invest more into reading. Now's the time for me to invest more into family and LinkedIn and the community that I'm building on LinkedIn. And now's the time for you to do that too. The truth is, when all of this rolls over, businesses are going to have to continue to run. And so if you don't do any outreach during this period, who knows? This could be the beginning of the end for you. And so you have to continue to be moving forward, even if that is just one post a day. But remember that just like how you might be feeling a little bit nervous, a little bit scared, maybe even a little bit sad, other people are also feeling that. And so if you're posting that on your personal channels, people will resonate with that. That's why everybody's talking about it on social because there's a ridiculous amount of people that are now trapped in their bedrooms, trapped in their kitchens, at their laptops doing work. It's almost hard to believe if someone told you this a few years ago that actually everybody will be working from home. Almost every single person that's in a job is working from home. The scale of that is insane. 
And so think about the time that you're spending building your personal brand online. A business can always go bust, but your personal brand is always going to be there. So now is probably the best time to start investing and doubling down on starting that podcast or starting to post on LinkedIn or Twitter or Instagram or YouTube or Facebook or TikTok or Byte or whatever other platform that you want to start creating on. Now is the time to do that. Take 15 minutes out of your day and just putting out a post and engaging with people that are currently posting, engaging with the people in the hashtag coronavirus, engaging with people that are getting people to come together. We may have been told that we need to be distant from other people. But just being social, having social distance does not necessarily mean that we have to be socially distant. Because the truth is, what do we have besides other people in this world? Without other people, we're nobody. Other people rely on us just as much as we rely on other people. So maybe, just maybe, now is your time. Now is your come up. Now is your opportunity to build a personal brand and become a person that you never expected you would ever be. Now that's just something to think about. I'm going to start focusing a lot more on LinkedIn. My LinkedIn community that I can see are struggling. The people that have businesses where their clients have just dropped them out of the blue because of this pandemic. So maybe just think about that. Think about that for a minute and think about how valuable a personal brand is in comparison to a business brand. Now, I'm not saying that your business isn't going to survive. It most likely will, but you still have to put the time and the effort in other places to to really show that human side to your business and your brand. It's never been so, it's never been so much, it's never had so much importance as what it does right now. Everyone's human. And the truth is this coronavirus thing, it's going to go away at some point. But how are you going to get your name drawn in the sand and it not get washed away? Build that castle and start building your empire. To the school situation about the coronavirus. Now, the coronavirus in terms of schooling, especially in the UK, everyone has now been sent home. It seems like no one's going back to school or university or college anytime soon. And just before I recorded this podcast, just before I clicked record, my girlfriend came in and told me the university has stopped the facilities. For the past week, it's been e-lectures and webinars, but they still have access to the resources that are inside the uni. Things like, for example, photography, different elements of photography such as a camera um, light boxes and all of that sort of stuff they've also had the physical space to shoot photos but actually my girlfriend doesn't have that now the facilities have been closed she doesn't have anywhere to shoot those crisp quality photos that she needs and she certainly doesn't have the resources to do so so what happens next What happens with all those kids that don't have GCSEs and are in year 11? 
what happens to all those people just about to sit their exams in the next three months that is going to impact the rest of their lives? What happens to those university students that have already invested 25 to 27,000 pounds into a course for now the course to just tell them that actually it's not running and they need to stop and having a mix of uncertainty in their lives? If you thought mental health was bad in the 18 to 25 year olds, try going through that. Personally, as a 21 year old, giving young adults this much uncertainty is extremely daunting. The people that are running the, the country, I understand it's a, it's a really hard decision. What do you do? If you defer everyone a year, how, how will that help? That will cause a backlog and cause there to be overpopulation in classes. It will cause university students to form an uprising because actually they've invested this much money. And even if you take away that monetary cost, there's still going to be that cost of time. If you're going to university when you're 18, you expect to leave when you're 21. And if you go in at that age and someone pushes you back a year, it seems like you're not moving forward and it seems like actually everyone's against you. So what do you do? Well, the truth is the only people that can really make that decision are the people that are running the country and the universities and the schools. In my life, I've got my girlfriend just about to finish university and a, a lot of friends too that are about to finish. I also have my younger brother who is just finishing year 11. And for those of you that don't know, year 11 is the stage where you're just about to sit your first proper level of exams. Um, he's 15 years old and this will impact the rest of his life and how well he, he does at getting onto places like college and also universities. This is a ridiculously pressurous time and so adding uncertainty adding that fuel to the fire does not help the only thing we can do as a nation and as a world is just wait and see what happens but for some students and some people waiting could drive them insane if you look at the the older generations the people that are struggling because usually they don't have the energy to get up extremely early in the morning and take all the things out of Tesco, out of Morrison's, out of Asda, out of Sainsbury's, out of these supermarkets. So when they do finally manage to get to the supermarkets, these older generation folks, it makes it extremely difficult for them to actually get any food, drink, water, essentials. But what do we do? Because everyone's talking about Twitter that we need to look out for these people, but how do we look out for them when actually going to shops and bulk buying items is completely the opposite to what you're saying out on Twitter, saying that we need to help these people? The truth is everybody is struggling. And so whether you're in business, whether you're in school, or whether you're doing your own thing at home, whatever you're doing... It's never been a more important time to pull together and start working with the people around you. You need to start realizing that actually your family members that say they're okay just might not be okay. They might need an extra toilet roll but just be nervous to ask. Or they might just need a bowl of pasta. 
just like how in the about 50 years ago people would go around their neighbors and ask for sugar that might be what we come back to people probably don't do that much any very often people have become extremely isolated and so we need to start pulling together as a nation and as a world to start getting through these decisions and start getting through these situations that we're currently facing it's extremely difficult decisions i understand but also the people that are on the ground getting impacted by these decisions also need to be thought about it's okay if you're in the government and you're making those decisions but you can go home and have your food all delivered to you but actually there's people on the ground struggling these are the people we should be focusing on these are the people we should be giving the help in hand picking them up when they're falling down giving them that extra bowl of pasta just giving them things and helping them when they are struggling we need to come together instead of being socially divided Moving on from the coronavirus, this week I have been reading my book as normal. And obviously, I've been learning a lot from this book. And one of the experiments that it talks about is that just having talked to someone for two minutes people are actually 22% more likely to read an eight-page essay. Now, in the student world, reading an eight-page essay is a normal thing. What can you imagine if you just talked to someone for two minutes and they gave you a pound to go and get something to eat? Just by having that conversation and being human and being open to have that conversation could massively impact not just your life, but also someone else's life. Just think about it. Someone might be struggling now whilst we're in the thick of things, but in five years' time, they could actually turn out to be this huge entrepreneur and pay you favors back in five years' time. You never know that person in the street that's just fallen over because they, I don't know, they tripped and they broke some eggs. It was the last batch of eggs in the shop. Just helping someone up and dusting them off in these tough times. Well, they could end up becoming the, your best friend. And so I know today's podcast has been heavily involved around the coronavirus, but the truth is a lot of people are being quite selfish. And I understand why. It's a tough time and everybody is scared and wants to protect their own family. But just remember, everybody is struggling. Everybody in that supermarket fighting for pasta, everyone is struggling. Just keep that in mind when you're bulk buying items in the supermarket, when you see somebody struggling online, when you see your neighbor struggling. Maybe, just maybe, the neighbor you haven't talked to over the past five years, just knocking on the door and saying hello and checking in, could just change their life. Just remember, you don't know what's going on in anyone else's life. But right now, I'm pretty sure you could hazard a good guess at what everyone is struggling with. So maybe just keep that in mind. And yeah, that's all I've got to say really. Today has been a whirlwind of a podcast with the coronavirus. But everyone that's listening, I just want to make sure that you guys are okay.
And if you need anything from me, just drop me a message on any of my social media. Even if you're just lonely because you're now working from home and you just need a chat with someone, just drop me a message. I'm here for you. And just remember, during these tough times, although it might be difficult, this isn't going to be here forever. And things will change. I'm going to end it there. A huge thank you to all of you for listening. And I hope that you have many blessings over the next week. A huge thank you for listening to this podcast. This has been Chapter 3, Episode 17 of the Building from the Bottom podcast. I'm your host, Gareth Afti, and have a great week. Thank you so much for listening.